everybody, and welcome to the 167th episode of the Unranked Podcast. That's right, we finally made it. Episode 167, the one everyone's been waiting for. A lot of people said we'd never get here, but I knew we would persevere. I am Christian underscore Humes. Of course, we have uh, what? Alex Marinello here. I don't know why I've got my handle. Guys, I am tired. What is going on? Uh, Tom Ween. Tom Ween, yeah, great callback. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Great, great to be here. 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 Uh, I now have my two fellow Watchworld co-hosts here with me. So, oh, yes. uh, forget video games. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. What? Alex Marinello, could you imagine loving a series as Game of Thrones as much that you would actually make your gamer tag have Targaryen in it, and then you have this happening on the show? <sighs> What do you mean by this? <laughs> Guys, I don't know what's going on. Right what now. is going on? I have no All right, idea. so if we if you really want to talk Game of Thrones. No, I don't want to talk um, about Game of the Thrones. Internet's, Isn't everyone exhausted about talking about Game I'm of Thrones? I'm so fucking the tired. The internet is just blowing <laughs> up. The internet's blowing up with uh, D&D ruined the show. And I, don't know how to write. I actually don't think that's true at all, no. personally. But I ha- that night, I wanted to tweet so many things. And the amount of tweets I started writing and then deleting yeah. because I was just like, I'm, it's not even worth it. It's not worth it. It's just it, not. It's not it's worth not, it. I, yeah. I deleted like 10 tweets I was typing out. Yeah. I, I will say I, I really think that the writing is not as good. No, it's it's definitely no, it's not. It's, it's not, not though. But, but like, it's not. It's the, clearly it's rushed. It's not the worst thing to happen. No, to but it is. Ever. But it is a dis. I will say it is a disappointment it's a, when you have seasons. Is, one but it's not f- the plot writing that I, that's bad, right? It's like the details. But it's the way they're like the plot it's points. The way still, they're still getting there, they're getting to the yeah. end so yeah. fast. It's like as if Ned went to King's Land. It's okay. It's like season one, right? Ned goes. To he King's walks through the gates of King's Landing. They just chop. Can his you head off. shut? Can you let me tell what I was going to say first? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, he goes. I mean, forget it now. You ruined it. You no, totally ruined it. Come on. You know what? You know what's a good analogy? No, this Someone is a good. Said this to me. No, this is a good analogy. Ned goes to King's Landing. He finds out that Jamie and Cersei have been fucking episode two. He gets his head chopped off episode three. We go, Rob is already down, you know, to the twins, episode five. Like, that's what it's like right now. Like, that's what this is like. Like, we shouldn't be seeing what we're seeing for, like, another another season or two. But they rushed it. They just rushed the shit out of this. And it just, you can tell. Well, what's worse is, did you hear? Did you hear that they actually offered them? I like, did. Full. I did. And they turned it down. And I think that was a huge <laughs> but, mistake. But, okay. But here's the other thing about that is I am unsure of the budget. Like, is it 10 episodes with the same? Like, was it like we could yeah, do six true. episodes with the same budget or 10 episodes? Yeah, but you've but got to stretch the you, budget out. I don't know. I mean, okay, look, I'm not behind the scenes at HBO. I'm not in those board meetings. I'm not in those meetings. Okay. But you, you're sitting on the greatest tv show event in alex it's not tv it's hbo whatever you're sitting on the greatest thing hbo's had in a long time right so you're sitting on this people are tuning in whether it's garbage or not they're still watching it like you could have milked it and when i say milk you could have fleshed out the plot you could have fleshed out the story more it's just the, the speed at which with we are moving is just crazy it's as if ned and the red wedding all happened in like season one picture that and that's what you're getting right now that's what it feels like it feels like that's how fast we're moving exactly i don't know it does that's how fast it feels we're moving man that's how fast okay it took ned an entire season to figure out that jamie and cersei were fucking 
That's yeah, what a fucking idiot. Right, but th- but that in this season that would have taken an episode. Head chopped yeah. off episode three, guaranteed. Head chopped off episode three. Yeah. At the speed with which at which we are moving right now. Red Wedding, fine. Maybe red maybe Red Wedding, not season one, but definitely season two. Someone someone said this to me. They said the books are essentially gonna be Samuel Tarley's historic writings of the events of a Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And what we're watching now is like your uncle at like a family dinner telling the children <laughs> like the history <laughs> of of Westeros. Like he taught he learned it in school and now he like right, but, years ago. But he started out the story. He started out the story sober, right? He was giving you all the details. And, yeah. and the and, Well no, it's like the kids are in school and they're learning about it. And then they they got up to, you know, the point where D- Danny's like coming to Westeros and the uncle's and they're like, oh well we're gonna learn about that next semester. He's like, well let me tell you what happens. Or 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 the kids falling asleep <laughs> and then, you know, they just the guy like skips through the page you know, skips through pages and just goes okay, the end. Like and you're done. That's it. Sucks. I don't know. I enjoyed the episode, and you can listen to me and Chris talk. No, about I, it. I enjoyed it. As I'm not saying I'm not enjoying it. I'm saying that when you when you start off with seasons one through four and most of five being fucking incredible, when you start off like that and you're finishing like this, it's not great. Like I'm disappointed because of that. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm still enjoying it. Still having a good time. Yeah. I'm still very interested to see what happens, but it's not as good as it was. And I think I would hope that you, you know, not agree, but could see my side. Oh, saying, absolutely. Like, yeah, it is not as good as seasons one through four. I, I will, and I will parts not of five. fight the fact that the writing is, is not. It's hard. I mean, it's really bad. Like, I, I would I would argue that it's bad. Like, I, But it's weird because also the first episode was pretty good. And the second episode was one of the best episodes of the series. That second episode was fucking amazing. Wow, this I completely disagree that you think you don't think that second a episode lot of was incredible. That the second episode, I, the no, I mean it was opinion. good. I, I don't think it was one of the best of the series. I love that. Episode. I did. I liked it. I, I did fantastic. not think that se- episode two was one of the best of the series. But, but Tuna, a lot of people online did. Like uh, after, if you looked at Twitter after episode two aired, like a lot of people were like that was the be- that is the highest that Game of Thrones has ever been. Like that was. And people really liked episode one. And I also think that, like, I'm just like, wow, there's this next episode doesn't have a battle. It, you know, and it's we're now we're now in the end game and it's going to be an hour and a half. I think that, like, there's going to be like a lot of time for them to deal with the ramifications of what just happened in episode five. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm ex- I'm, um, I'm excited for it. I'm enjoying it still. I'm not going to fight that it's not. I mean, it doesn't matter. You've got literally less than a week until it's all <laughs> over. And then we get a documentary next year of somebody who, you know, how to ruin a TV show or something like that. It'll be like Game of Thrones, a, sh- a show that was. Um, but it's actually not that bad. This I'm is just saying somebody's going to make that documentary, though. Yeah. Someone's going to make that <laughs> yeah. documentary. And we're not going to wait a couple years for it. I guarantee it'll come out next year and it'll be. How D and D ruined the best TV show of all time, or something like that. I mean, that's, that's a, probably that's already a on YouTube. YouTube videos that already yeah, exist. No, but I'm talking about title. official. You'll see right, it on Netflix. I don't mean to. Like we gotta, we gotta. We'll talk see. About it. We'll, then we'll be discussing <laughs> which it. one's better, the Hulu version or the Netflix version. I apologize to everyone that's not watching Game of Thrones. Um, this is like how we turn into a My Hero Academia podcast. Now yeah. we're fucking Game of Thrones. That was short. That was short lived. It's like how every video game podcast was a lost podcast a decade ago. Now everyone's fucking Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. Oh boy, guys! New Pokemon this week. 
167, Spinarak. It is, it is the Weedle to this generation's Caterpie. But I like that they did, again, a change up here. Not another. It's not even a flying type at all. This one is a little spider. little spider guy. Mm. Spinarak. Yeah, looks very... I think it's a great design. Looks very cartoonish. Were Ladybug and Spinarak um, game exclusive? Like yes. One, one was gold, yeah, one was silver? Like, yes, like Kakuna and, you know, like Weedle and Caterpie. You can only get oh, one Oh, Weedle and Caterpie were also... I did not know that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the main reasons why most of those Pokemon, like, there's counterparts. A lot of counterpart Pokemon are exclusive. Right, Growlithe, Vul- Vulpix, all that jazz. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I like Spinarak. Um, not not a huge fan of spiders, but it's a cute little bugger. Um, uh, you, are, you are such a loser. What? It's a cute spider. <laughs> go I, on. I, I, go yeah, on. I mean, go it's on. definitely a step up over fucking Weedle. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this was one of the Pokemon where this was actually one of the cool new mechanics in the second generation because they had a day night cycle. Wait, Chris, I don't mean to correct you, but. Because I don't think Weedle is an exclusive Pokemon. Oh, maybe it's not. I could be wrong. Well, I thought I would correct you now before the listeners did. That's fine. Yeah. So it looks like it was in both. Okay. That's fine. But Ari... But so maybe Spinarak's not either. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they were console exclusive. I don't know. I never played. I mean, I mean, I don't care. We're talking about Spinarak. So <laughs> Spinarak is a part of the day-night cycle. It's the first Pokemon in the game that you're going to get that deals with that. Because that's like one of the new main mechanics. Right. I mean, that's they have Umbreon and Espeon. You can only get one if you evolve it during the daytime or the nighttime. Right. Uh, Spinarak is a Pokemon that you can find in the bug capturing contest at nighttime. Mm. Uh, that starts after 6 p.m. at night. Oh, here I you go. loved... Well, whatever. Go ahead. What did you love? I was just going to say I loved the day-night cycle. I thought it was so... I thought all of the little improvements that they made in Golden Silver were great. The phone... Like, I was really, I remember being really excited about those as a kid. Mm. Were you? Yeah. Well, what do you think was the most exciting thing about Pokemon for you? Seeing Detective Pikachu and me? <laughs> that was pretty great. Uh, you, so, wait, you mean in general or, like, yeah, as a yeah, child? Yeah, 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 game-wise. Game-wise. Like, what was the most exciting thing you ever did? Oh, like, stumbling across a Pokemon that I hadn't seen before. Especially back yeah, But that then happens all when... the time. Oh, back in the day when there was no internet and you didn't know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I didn't know what they were mm. um and i loved like find like the new towns and like how the towns all kind of like had a theme or like were very different from each other huh. um well. yeah i don't know man like it hits you in the jellies <laughs> i think in the jellies uh, a huh? bit. yeah now it's going to see detective pikachu with you which we'll get to later oh yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's hard to know what the best part is. It's it's either catching and seeing new monsters or when they evolve. Uh, but then also there is always the payoff of like really just leveling up one of your monsters and just going ape on everyone yeah. you come across. You know, and you have like fully evolved Pokemon. You go into the gym and you just wipe the floor with them. Mm. That stuff's always sick. Yep. It's always like one of the most fulfilling things you can do in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Evolu- How about you, Alex? Evolution. Um, if I had to say... Uh, hmm... I just think the exploration of the first game was was it for me. Definitely. It was great. I had a good time cuz I couldn't look anything up and then there was like the, you know, the the um the uh what is it called? Not mysteries, rumors. The rumors about mm. like oh you can catch this pokemon over here, you can do that. Just before the internet, things were great. 
and then like missing no <laughs> and all those like little things that you found out like yeah. the playground you're be like oh surf up and down Cinnabar Island you're like what the fuck right 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 so I think the, <laughs> so I think we can all agree the internet is amazing right but there's some aspects of life that I would like to go through without having the internet just having Agreed. to kind of like watching out Game myself. of Thrones yeah a little bit <laughs> I kind of wish that I did I kind of wish that I was able to just watch Game of Thrones and and not feel how you felt about it. Yeah, and just kind of like not let anything else influence me at all, mm-hmm. even even yeah. subconsciously, even if I don't realize that it is, you know. I, I really know. wonder how we'd feel about certain shows if we had Twitter back at the time, even when you did have Twitter at times like when Lost was finishing and Breaking Bad was finishing. Mm-hmm. Clearly not at the same level that we have it now. Like I'm it would be really interesting to see how we would feel about those shows. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, no, on, the, I I, on the internet, I read like uh, like the thing that got me into the books is a lot of people said the first book was was amazing. So I, I just read the books and I didn't read anything online until I was like, I'm not reading anything. I'm not watching any YouTube videos until I finish the books. And um, that was good. I mean, that was great. Like I liked reading the, but now I feel like I've ruined future books for myself because I've watched so many YouTube videos and read so many theories that it's like whatever I've read is going to happen. One of these things is going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Spinarak, though, great Pokemon. Yeah, Spinarak, great Pokemon. Great, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon, great Pokemon. We're not talking about Game of Thrones anymore. We're not? Um... <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Let's go off topic. Let's not. Where should we talk about Detective Pikachu? Um, wait, we're talking about what we did this week, though? I mean, this is off topic. Okay. So non video game related conversation. Right. So I watched Game of Thrones on Sunday night. And. <laughs> <Yeah>. um... <laughs> I feel like you we know, should go I had now. I had Hamilton's on Sunday, so I couldn't watch Game of Thrones till late. Whoa! So by the time I got on Twitter that night, yeah, everything had already escalated to such a point that it was like the opposite. Why were you of checking what I saw. I went on Twitter after I said oh, after. after Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought you meant after so, Hamilton's. No. So by the time I'm going to start it over, critical listening. I <laughs> couldn't watch it until late. So by the time I finished watching it, it was already really late. So Twitter had already exploded. It was the comments I were seeing. Everyone had it was like 90 percent of the people I followed were so down on it that I saw people asking those who liked it to stay out of their mentions. It was like the anti last Jedi in a way. Wow. Because a lot of the people I knew loved the last Jedi, but hated all of the hate it got. Yeah. And they were like, hey, just because you don't like a movie doesn't mean you need to come in my comments and tell me. I'm just like talking about how I enjoyed it. Mm. I literally saw people saying, yeah. hey, just because you liked Game of Thrones, you don't need to come in like we're all upset about this. You can let us like you don't need to tell us that we're wrong because you liked it. And you think it's good. They're like, all of us think it's garbage. I've never seen a sentiment that's so uh, mutually negative on Twitter about anything. But, like, I, yeah, but, it was insane. <sighs> What's so what's crazy is that I ended like I when that episode was over, I was like, Oh, I like this. Like I thought I thought this was good. That's what I said. I thought it was good. Yeah, and this then, is so funny. And then when I went to work I, when I went to work and then when I went like, you know, the internet happens and you look at everything else, everyone else is like hating on it. I'm like, Really? I didn't think it was really? I, I mean, the only thing... I, because everyone's blind to Danny. They all love Danny and her yeah, dragon. I think that and they was all the fucking excused every bad decision they made. Yeah. Every bad decision she made, they were like, oh, well, no, it's fine. Like, yeah. she's not actually... Like, she's she's a fucking... Like, if you, in the books, she's almost like a petulant child what, at what times. Happened? I thought we weren't going to talk about Game of Thrones anymore. Well, we're an off topic. <laughs> <laughs> 
we shouldn't though like this isn't even a spoiler it's it's hard to like it's it's the only thing other than detective pikachu that mattered so yeah you're right tom let's talk about detective pikachu <laughs> well let's talk about so we saw it saturday mm-hmm. um tuna and dan came over to my apartment we had some beers we played some card games very fun games very fun I what'd think. you play yes uh we were in hysterics uh we played a game called red flags very much like a card, Cards Against Humanity type game where <clears throat> it was the three of us and one of us is being set up on a blind date and the other two are trying to convince you to go out with the person they're trying to set you up with and they play a positive trait card. So like, oh, this person has beautiful eyes. This person like likes all of your jokes. This person makes you all your favorite meals. But then you can play negative attribute cards against the other person's date. So it's like <laughs> this person is allergic to all of your favorite foods or this person is live tweets all your dates. And it was just, it was so funny. It was. Um, And then the other game we played was called, uh, I forget what it was called. Five five second rule? Yeah, it was like, oh, five second rule. And basically you read a card, like name three. (laughs) My favorite one was uh, name three things that are not good dry. And then you flip over a, like, this thing that makes like a kazoo sound. Yeah, it's a timer. And they have five seconds to answer. And when we asked Tuna, name three things that are not good dry, Tuna went, uh, 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 wet towel. <laughs> and that was all he got out. Um, yeah, and then we went. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it was uh, fun. I will say we played a couple games of Smash. Oh, local Smash. Yeah, local Smash. And I got to tell Beautiful. you, it's so much better than internet smash i know you're gonna say the lag or whatever i just felt like i was gonna say anything i just i was just gonna ask if you had a gamecube controller no i didn't but i just felt oh. like my my moves everything was connecting i was like i was moving across that board or that stage it was just so much better than being <laughs> on the internet it is sorry smash. that's the yeah, message of course of the week. it is <laughs> No one disagrees with you. It's of course, it's incredible. It is. It's just so much better. It just reminds me. No one's back. ever going to disagree with you on this. <sighs> but I don't know why I suck online. It's just annoying. Because you play too much local. You don't play enough online. Uh, and then I introduced the Dan and Tuna to uh, Nidhogg too. Played a couple. Oh of my rounds god! Of that dominated uh, you guys with that. Tuna was very good. He picked it up very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, I like that. And then we went to a roof party. Okay, can we clarify what this really was, though? <laughs> it was a gathering that happened to be on a roof that got rained out very quickly. Yeah, but but walk, to walk into this building, you would think, I mean, come on. Den. It was like a crack den. It was. <laughs> yeah. When we first walked in there, I'm like, holy, where are we going? Like, who are yeah. you? What the hell? Um, it's it was an old warehouse art space that had been converted into apartments, and so it was just very graffiti, very grungy, very seedy, graffiti everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. But and like just like was cool. over walls, like missing stuff, things oh, yeah. hammered in haphazardly. Yeah. Um. But then, but the person's apartment that we were in, though, that after we left the roof, um, was very nice. Yeah, it was. Um, it we played. Was, we played. Was, we played Kings, which I haven't played in a long time. Yeah, we played a few rounds of that. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, I was having a great time. Um, at which point, my girlfriend betrayed me and revealed to Dan and Tuna that yeah, I had she betrayed you seen big Detective time. Pikachu the night before with her, which I had not made clear, <laughs> clear yeah. to either of them. You omitted that. You didn't lie, but you omitted that that you had yeah. already seen it. 
And at that point, the wind was knocked out of my sails, and I thought to myself, eh, what do we even need to go for? He's already seen it. <laughs> he was ready yeah, to that's, go. That's, that's a dick move. Oh, it's I a think. huge dick move. Why didn't you just get a fourth ticket and have your girlfriend come with all, with you three originally? Because she it so was could... it was like her best friend's birthday party that she was at. So she couldn't make it Saturday night. They couldn't make it. Should have been like, night. I guess you're going without me. I had already. He's got to pick. I mean, I understand yeah. what he, why he did it, but what I'm more angry about, and by angry, I mean like just you know, this is classic Tom. I don't really care, but that he didn't tell us that he was going to try to yeah. fake it, that he was going to try to. I yeah. mean, look, she slipped, but I'm pretty sure I would have been able to find out. I, I feel like you're not that good <laughs> at it. So I feel like after we got out of the movie, once I saw that you weren't as ex- like, I don't know, I feel like you would have been talking a mile a minute. But I, but that was the thing is I did come out and I actually enjoyed it more the second time. So my enthusiasm for the film was actually much higher mm. after the screening with you and Dan. The screening. Than... <laughs> could you could you describe, though, the moment? When you guys look at Tom and you find out that he had already seen it, what was Tom's face and what was his response? <laughs> I mean, because that's my, probably like, the best I did part like, of not a thing. double take, but like my neck might have broken about how fast I turned my neck when I heard her say, <laughs> "Oh, but we saw it last night." And I went, I was like, I turned my neck. I'm like, "Oh, you little." And then fuck. I look, and then I, I looked from him, and then I looked at Brooke, and I was like, oh, "Wow, yeah." Now he yeah. because here's the thing. Uh, Here's the thing. I knew I was going to get shit to you from you in that moment, but I knew that if I had said I'm seeing it the night before, I would have gotten shit too. Yes, so I was you going would've. I was trying to walk the path where I possibly couldn't have received shit from you. And like you said, if you had known that I'd seen it already, you would have you would have been apparently so unmotivated to go see the film that <laughs> we wouldn't have had this amazing Saturday night, fun night that we Saturday had. night. So, yeah. so, all right, I feel I gotta say I, I don't know who to side with here because I also feel like everything's Tom is saying it sounds a hundred percent correct. <laughs> no, it is correct, but I would have appre- but I shouldn't have found out through Brooke. I should have found out through you. No, <laughs> it's like that is like some Game of Thrones shit with Tyrion. He's it like, is. You should have told me. It is. I shouldn't have had to have found it out from Sansa. It so is. what? Yeah. So when you go to the movies, we all get in a very fun nostalgic way. Pokemon cards. What'd you guys get? I know Tom got some shit. I got magic Tom cards. Tom got shit cards. We got the you same got magic cards. cards. We got the same cards. Oh. I got magic. Yeah, we got no, you Moral-ol. didn't get magic card. No, we got Moralol. Wait, what are you? I got magic card. What are you talking he, about? You said I got shit cards. Christian I didn't heard say that. Chris did. You said you got shit cards. I did? Yes. And then Christian thought you said Magikarp. No, I'm pretty Tom. sure. Is. No. No, he said Magikarp. I said I got Magikarp. And I said, oh, you, you got did get cards. Magikarp. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I thought you got the same fucking mushroom thing as I did. Oh, no. You must have been no. drunk when we got Magikarp's out of that not bad. Because that was Dan that got the same thing as you. I thought uh, it was Dan. Uh, maybe you showed me what Dan Or maybe had. that's what Brooke got the night before. We didn't get... I didn't get Pokemon cards the first <laughs> night. <laughs> Wait, really? No, I didn't. I didn't know oh, that it bullshit. was a thing that they were doing until after I got out of oh. my screening. And I was like, oh, fuck. I hate it when they do that. Like, I'm promised an IMAX poster, and they're like, oh, we don't have it right now. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I like the way they did it, because we, we went to the Alamo Draft House, and they brought them out at the end, and it was with, like, the receipt tray. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so it was just like that. It was nice. Uh, they did ours, like, just as we took the tickets when yeah. we came in. They gave us our little packs. And you got When who? they scan our cards. What did you get? We, uh, so, Teresa and I went to, we went to Cinemark, um, and she got... 
Charmander, I got Bulbasaur. <sighs> wow. Yeah, very lucky. Wow. Very lucky with those two. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. When Tom showed me what he got, I was like, oh, we got really lucky yeah. with these. I just assumed, uh, I asked my friend Reese, he got um, Jigglypuff and the same one that you got, the little mushroom guy, uh, the little like floaty guy. And um, oh, not I just assumed everyone was getting like really good cards. I figured there was probably only like the starters and Mewtwo and maybe Jigglypuff. Yeah. And then when I saw that you got those cards and saw what some other people were getting, I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing. I op like opening the wrapper and like looking at the cards. I was like immediately oh, transported God. back. And I was hell like, yeah. I'm about to fucking go buy some more Pokemon cards, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which That's I, awesome. Which I mean... Obviously, we'll get to the speaking about the movie itself, but it was just amazing to every five minutes something would happen and Tuna would be like, no way. Oh, my <laughs> God. No fucking way. Like giggling to himself. It was uh, brilliant. <laughs> so uh, here's here's my take on it. I think it was a pretty good movie. Uh-huh. Um, I think shockingly, it probably could have been better if they made it a little longer. Because they needed to, like, maybe slow a couple things down. So they could have, like, the writing could have been a little stronger. Almost in, like, a Game of Thrones way where, like, I loved pretty much all the plot points and all the things that happened. Mm -hmm. But there, I, I don't know. I feel like the whole first act is a little too fast. And, like, all the character introductions are, like, like when you meet the girl, like, all those character introductions are a little too almost ripped out of an anime, like, a little weak. Um, it's clearly targeted kids, but I just feel like... Pixar is really good at targeting movies towards kids, but not dumbing them down. I felt like they dumbed down some of the scenes a little too much. But overall, it's still like a competent movie. Not just, I, I don't think even just for a Pokemon movie, like or a video game movie, I think like just as a movie, it's like a fun, totally competent, it's decent. And then if you consider what it actually is, I'm like amazed that they pulled it off. Mm -hmm. Like I had fun. It yeah. was a fun movie. I really enjoyed it more the second time coming out. Um, uh, like being with Dan and Tuna, that definitely was great because we do this podcast and talk about Pokemon all the time. I think that if I didn't give a shit about Pokemon and I had a kid and they were like, I want to go see Pokemon, it would have been one of those kids' movies where I would have been like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying watching this with my kid versus one of those kids' movies where it's like, oh my God, I want to shoot my fucking brains out, but my kid's enjoying it or whatever. Um, yeah. What was the detective part of it? Are you kidding me? The whole thing's framed like a noir story. The whole thing's a mystery. He's a detective. Yeah, but like they didn't really do any like clue solving or anything. They solved a major <laughs> mystery. They didn't really solve it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking <laughs> they about. They didn't really <laughs> solve it. The guy revealed himself as the as the you know well. Well, okay. Here's what I was thinking. Let's let's just give a couple more brief, vague <laughs> thoughts, and then we'll do the rest of the show and at, and we'll speed everything up. So that we can just talk spoiler free, like totally spoiler, say whatever we want. Because the movie hasn't even been out for a whole week yet. Fine. So just in case people haven't seen it, we'll just put the rest of the discussion at the end. But I don't know how you don't think there was a mystery. I mean, there was it's a mystery, like was... but I don't know what they were solving. Like they weren't really like, there weren't really a lot of clues. Well, it's the mystery of what happened to Pikachu and Tim's dad. That's the mystery. Yeah, are we, this is spoiler free? This You can't spoil currently. Oh, then forget it. But that's what the mystery is. Yeah, but like just because you're able to solve it immediately. No, I know, but what clues were they leaving around? There wasn't any clues. They weren't. They were. They didn't get a magnifying glass out. What's going on? 
It was mainly. It wasn't like they were like finding stuff. It was more yeah, like it's not Sherlock Holmes. They, they it wasn't really Lord and Order from either. Informant to informant. Like they would discover something yeah. and then they'd know. Oh, this person knows about it. And then they'd be like, Oh, yeah. well, I found out from this person, and I found it was a detective mystery for children. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk like about those facts. facts. <laughs> was it? This wasn't exactly. like true we'll talk about those facts when we Pikachu. get there. Like, <laughs> this wasn't we'll, like we'll, someone's we'll, been murdering Pokemon and wearing their skin. Like, I'd I'd rather not have this part of the discussion when we can't actually talk about the movie. Itself. Sure. <laughs> How did you feel about it, Alex? Yeah, I had a good time. Okay, I thought it was good. I mean, I enjoyed myself. But I he will say that I think yeah. Pixar movies are better. <laughs> yeah, and so, but but that's but like. I guess my whole thing is like not every movie needs to be fucking amazing. You're the worst like, film like, critic. I felt like I've I feel like this movie was just it was it was good. Like it was a good like movies are allowed to be good. Yeah, they, they are allowed to be good. It's like I'm you not shouldn't saying, judge everything. But I'm, a, against... I'm also allowed to say that I thought I think Pixar movies are usually better. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah, I say definitely. that? Definitely. I actually almost feel like this is closer to like if DreamWorks did a movie mm, than if Pixar 100%. did a movie. Yeah, one hundred. You know. It's like it's a bit weaker of a story. It's not. It, yeah. Who doesn't it's not enjoy as shop well written? Tale, but it's still. Good, this is probably going to be you know? the Bugs Life, the equivalent of what Bugs Life was to Ants is going to be like what this is the equivalent to Sonic. So it's the Pixar movie in this. Right? Yeah, I'm because so Sonic's going to yeah, be. This is the Pixar movie. Okay, but then Pixar is yeah. better than this. In this analogy, sure. This is a weird analogy now. Yeah. Um. I I <laughs> thought it was also going to be. I mean, I kind of expressed this. My expectations were very high. The trailers got me really hyped. Well, and I you think guys that... got me. That that might be another reason why I'm like, you know, it was good, not great, because you guys built this shit up to be like, yeah. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's gonna be a great movie. It's gonna the, be a the... great movie. But see, it's funny you say that because I don't feel like I was that hyped going into it. I was barely even talking about it leading up to it. I was like, uh, that's oh, not it's true. You said your friend week. went to go see it, and he said it was really good. And you said, "Oh my god, we're going to finally that's, get a good like true. animated movie." Like you were, you were hyped. But all of that's true. But that's but yes, I said we're finally going to get a good movie. I didn't say this is going to be the best movie ever. I said we're finally going to get a video game movie that's not a pile of dog shit. All right. Well, regardless of what you felt you were doing. <laughs> I feel like I was hyped up by the people on this podcast saying that I, it, I was hype. I yeah, will, you were hyped. So I, I was, was thinking hyped. to myself, this is going to be a bagger movie. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be the best movie I've ever seen. I, d- I did think it was going to I was going to feel coming out of it similar to how I felt coming out of Into the Spider-Verse. I, I thought you were going to say Endgame. One of the greatest animated films ever, if not one of my favorite films. And it just was fine. Groundwork is great. Yeah. Like the frame of the movie is great, and I'm super excited. I think the thing that they needed to nail for me was the look and feel of it being Pokemon, and they did that. And also not being a pile of dog shit, because up until this point, there still hasn't been a video game movie that's not a pile of dog. This is like the- Mortal Kombat is was up until now the best video game yeah. movie ever made. This is the only video game movie with a ro- uh, a sorry a fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Also. Rotten Tomatoes now means nothing to me because I went through and looked at a lot of the bad reviews mm-hmm. and ha- half of them, 75% of them are like old dudes that are like like in their late 50s or older. Pikachu. Yeah. And and a lot of them were being like, why are we still making Pokemon? <laughs> like there were people who were like, who wanted Pokemon? Mm. Like that was literally a big part of their review. So it's like these people have nothing to, they're not even actually reviewing the movie. They just, are old people that are so out of touch with everything. Right. It's like that whole system is so broken and stupid once you actually look how that breaks down. Because the I think there's a massive gulf between the audience and the critics, or at least there was on like 
early on when I first looked at it. Well, I think the start of the weekend, uh, the movie's a little weird, right? Because it's it's very childish in a lot of ways. Like it's very much a kids' film, but then you have like jokes about cocaine, and you have like oh, there's some dark stuff in that movie. Like there's yeah, and there's like sex jokes in it, like too, like. It's it's weird. Like it feels like yeah. at one moment it's meant to be like uh, an animated movie for adults, and then like it, it enters like Simpsons territory, and then like the next moment it's like Mickey Mouse and shit. And so I just I feel that yeah, like, it is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But I think that right. I really enjoyed it overall. Um, okay, well let, we'll talk about specific stuff because that's gonna be more fun. I want to hear about like the scenes. I want to break down some of the, the crazy shit that we talked about that happened in that movie. So we're gonna do that at the very end, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, which will actually be a lot longer than just like five minutes. We're just gonna move this conversation to the end, so we're gonna speed up to get there, guys. Oh, actually, are you guys playing anything? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm totally off my game this week. Literally. I have been yeah. playing shit. So, skip this section. Uh I've been playing but, yeah. Division 2 extensively. Um the raid is happening this week. So if anyone's trying to do that, jump into the Discord. Um but I've been basically just playing Division 2 and I might start up Rage 2. We'll see. But other than that, nothing. Mm. Then the smash uh that we played over the weekend in Nidhogg, but Boom. Uh, I I didn't play anything this last week, so yeah, me neither. Just, uh, Sorry. I went on a hike. Went on a new hike. It was very fun. This is not topic. games. Uh, this is not games. Did Hamilton? <laughs> I know, but I forgot to no, talk about too that. Bad. You guys too, no, about your... too bad. We already played the jingle. Moving on. All Moving right. On. So off topic. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I went on a great new hike. Teresa and I found <sighs> it is about thirty minutes south hike. of us. It it was amazing. But here's the here's one, and this is real quick. I used like a trail mapper and like Google Maps to figure out how far the hike was round trip, and they said it should have been about five, like a little under five miles round trip, which seemed wrong based on elevation alone, because you basically start at almost like a very high hill, very high, like probably not like a couple hundred feet short of technically being a mountain, and we were going to go all the way down to the beach, and it said it was like a little over two miles to the beach so we're like oh we could easy do that round trip because our typical hike's about eight miles it ended up being six miles but like to get to the beach oh shit it was you know over two hours and you have to walk back up now yeah and that's when Teresa and i looked at each other and we were like we got in a cab fuck yeah exactly (laughs) so we walked we walked basically a mile another mile back which now we're almost at the length of like our normal hikes which like about seven miles is fucking long. like that's a good, you know that's a that's a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were like, we looked at each other like, there's no way. So we called an Uber and the Uber drove us back up to our car. Nice. It it was an awesome hike though because we've never done one that brings us out to the beach. And so we had an amazing breeze the whole time, and it's like not hot over there. It's like nice and cool, and then you get down. It was very cool. It was a lot of, well, a lot of fun. Where is that. this in um, LA? Uh, this was south of us. Um, it was south of like Manhattan Beach and Long Beach area. It's like not really that far from us, realistically. But um, Rancho, oh, uh, Palos Palos Verdes. That's where it was. Palos Verdes, which is basically like the Redondo Beach area. The Redonculus. Redon the Redonculos Beach area. Nice. Um, but yeah, I didn't play any games today. That's that's this week. Okay. Uh, like, not since we recorded. 
because we recorded on like Thursday last week, and now we're recording early this week. So, um, you know, played watch Detective Pikachu. That was my gaming event for the week. Okay. Well, so all right, that's that's nice. So we now yeah. we're gonna go to there uh, we go to news. Yeah. Welcome to the sloppiest. I mean, actually, that's not true. I did play games yesterday. Did you? Uh, but I can't talk about them. I can't talk about them. Why? <laughs> I went to one of the like E3 judges events, so it's like I'm not actually allowed to talk about the games I played yet oh, until wow. next month. Excuse me, hotshot. So there you go. Uh, Tom, news this week. There's a very cool game coming out this month on Xbox, a first-person shooter from a former, I believe, Bioshock people named Void Bastards coming to Xbox on May 29th, just announced. One. It's going to be on Game Pass day one. Dude, Game Pass this month is fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard of Void Bastards. Um, looks cool from what I can remember. It um, looks like a comic book. It's awesome. And uh, there hasn't re- Rage 2 has really been the only big release this month, so I guess it's a good time to get it in. Before the madness that is E3. Um, unfortunately, we're recording this right before the fucking Super Mario Maker 2 Direct that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's an extensive one. I think it's like 15 minutes. So we're going to see. I mean, it makes sense. I think to Super Mario Maker 2 is happening, is releasing right after E3. So it makes sense for them to get all that information out and then just do a little reminder in the E3 Direct. Like, don't forget Mario Maker 2 in two weeks or whatever. Um, but I feel, I feel like there's really been no news in between Thursday and, um, now. Um, I think I saw something about The Last of Us coming out this year. Tentative. Um, that was, that, 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 that's just based on Jason Shry's predictions. He thinks that The Last of Us 2 will be this year and Ghost of Tsushima will be next year. And a lot of people kind of have. Oh, that would be good for me. Bad for you. I mean, you already have uh, Sekiro on our yeah, fantasy. Yeah, I didn't. But. I really didn't think, honestly, any of them would come out this year. But um, I did think that Ghost of Tsushima would be. If you have Last of Us, and it does come out I this do. year, great, that is great for you because that game is going to score very well. Um, yeah, I have that and Dreams, which I mean, that's already out in early access. I would be shocked if it doesn't have a full release for the years over. Um, yeah, so that that's what that uh, rumor is based on, and then. There was this stupid thing that just happened on Twitter like an hour or so before where it seems that a creative director for Ubisoft was like fucking around and was like, here I am working on Splinter Cell. And he like posted, he changed his profile picture to Sam Fisher. He like had Splinter Cell as his banner on Twitter. And then like he was um, like posting other things like, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. Like all this stuff. And people were like, Oh, is this real? Like, is this is this how they're announcing that they're doing Splinter Cell? Like, are they fucking with us? And Ubisoft came out and were like, he's just messing around. We have no plans for Splinter Cell. But now the problem is, is like, people are like, okay, sure you don't. Like, we're not going to see Splinter Cell next month. And so it's just been this stupid, lame, like, if it's real, it's lame. If it was just a joke, it's lame. And mm-hmm. I just think he should have fucking known better because now you've set expectations whether it was a joke or not. And now no matter how much you try and say it was a joke, people are not going to believe you and they're going to be real pissed when Ubisoft rolls around and Splinter Cell hasn't been announced because there's no fucking way a Splinter Cell game is coming out this year. So that was dumb. Fuck Twitter sometimes. <laughs> Damn. 
fuck Twitter this week. <laughs> I guess I just don't care about Splinter Cell. A lot of people. I do. I would be like annoyed if they did that with a game I care about, though. Right. So I do. I do understand why Reggie that's comes out and he's. <laughs> Actually, I haven't left Nintendo. Yeah. Working on Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I'm not, but there are those Splinter Cell fans who have been waiting years for a new Splinter Cell, and like they were like losing their fucking minds, and now you know. Yeah. Huh. It's Bummer. Stupid. Bummer. Yep. I don't know. Everyone's waiting on Pokemon news, uh, Sword and Shield, and uh, also Smash news, because there should be Smash news. So it's kind of like, I don't know, do you think there'll be anything with um, the Direct for, for either? Uh, to- tomorrow's Direct? No. I don't think they're going to talk about yeah. Pokemon until um, until E3. Maybe Smash tomorrow. I could see them like maybe announcing a new fighter before... I don't know. I just think yeah. like it makes sense. It's to just assume. Pokemon's typically not a thing they focus a ton on at E3. I, I think it's kind of changed now that the Switch is a thing because Pokemon wasn't, yeah. but now it's releasing on their home console. So um, Let's Go was a huge part of E3 last year, and this is a mainline brand new Pokemon experience. I think, I mean, what else are they going to talk about? I guess, I guess Link's Awakening. Um, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, but like Luigi's Mansion is not going to be the Animal game. Crossing. Uh, Animal Crossing could be, but again, Mario Maker. Like, Mario Maker comes yeah. out like two weeks after E3, though. Like it's not going to be like the tentpole announcement mm. game. Like last year it was Smash, right? Like it was Smash yeah. and Let's Go. Like those were the two things at their booth, and I think this year it's going to be Pokemon and Animal Crossing. No, it's just going to be Labo. They're just going to have cardboard oh everywhere. God. Maybe maybe some new VR shit. Maybe uh, you know what? Maybe some fucking Labo Probably shit not. tomorrow. Well, uh, Labo with Mario Maker, like uh, there's some opportunities there. I think for them, clearly they're all in with Labo. So who knows? I think it's time to wrap it up with Labo. Personally, that, I think it's so cool, but it's just every time it comes out, it's the same thing of like, oh, it's really fun to make this stuff, but then when you use it, it's like fun for five minutes but again i think this is heavily targeted for children and i think that they've actually found quite a bit that's of, i think they've found actually quite a bit of success with labo um that's fair so and it can't cost them a lot to make like the return yeah, like the I returns on those would on be it. crazy yeah yeah they must be yep it must be nuts um okay i don't there it was slow news week well we just it's just only week, been like four days week. since we've recorded yeah that's the other thing it's like that's what happens when we record late then record early. It, uh, but then we'll have a lot of news next week. Yeah, I mean we're gonna have a lot of Detective Pikachu to talk about. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Dan, if you want to read your fortune for us, did you accidentally hit the thing? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Let's get that fortune. Fortunate for us, he's not here. Let's keep going. Uh- oh, <laughs> Dan's not here. All right, then I guess it's time for listener mail. Alex, if you've got emails, where can they send them? Uh, email at unranked. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> you were. How do you get that far? And I know. Like, it, <laughs> email at unrankedgames.com or unranked.com or something? What is it? Yeah, email at unrankedpodcast.com. Oh, unrankedpodcast. You can send it to unranked games. Either one works. It would technically work. Yeah. Well, that's where you send it. Uh, people are still sending emails to unrankedpodcast at gmail.com because I, I went to see if any of the emails were coming in there because I have it as a shared inbox for my inbox. Um, and some of the emails that we read over the last like month or two are still going there. <laughs> hmm. 
which is like probably because people are listening to old episodes. Right. It's like the first 60 or 70 episodes. It's unrankedpodcast at gmail.com. Right. So that's, I'm just going to have to keep that account on my phone forever. Um, <laughs> as so long funny. as people are still sending stuff there. I think a Noah sent something there recently, to be honest with you. Those pesky uh, Noahs. So, Alex, I'm going to give you this first email. Whoa. Oh, you want me to read the PS on this? Sure. Uh, I don't see why not. You can, you can uh, truncate yeah, names yeah, on yeah. that. All right. So, hey, Unranked Crew, I just listened to your latest episode, and I was upset that after the power outer, you fucks went out in RVC. Rockville Center for you non-Long Island people. I live in RVC currently, and I'm pretty sure Dan does too. He does. So the next time you guys are chilling in your hometown and are cool with having fans tag along, hit me up. I'm a fairly new listener. Started listening around episode 100, and I was going through the backlog and recently caught up. It was pretty surprising to me when I found out you guys were from Long Island since I grew up in Franklin Square, and I'm only a year younger than you guys. I wish I knew you guys growing up since I was balls, <laughs> since I was balls deep in Halo and Pokemon most of my childhood too. I mean, we were. Anyways, been loving the show and just wanted to say thank you guys for making me laugh like a fucking idiot every week. Suck it. P.S. Alex, I think you and I have a mutual friend from your Apple days. My friend, who we will just... uh, eh, My friend claims he used to work with you at Apple at the mall. I mentioned this podcast and told him your name. And he says he remembers you, but that kid is a shit show. So who knows? Keep sucking. (laughs) Now, wait. Does he mean that he said that I was a shit show or that this friend is a shit show? friend. It sounds like this friend is a shit show. All right. Well, can you corroborate? Oh, no, I know him. Right. Oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundo P. Hundo P. I know him. That's amazing. We used to. I mean, I know him real well. So it's it. This is a decade ago. It's a decade ago. And we used to we used to hang out after work a lot, actually. So what yeah yeah we used to hang out at work a lot yeah interesting this was the in imbe- this was the was this the in between yeah no 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 i was i was i was dating the ex-girlfriend oh no yeah no yeah yeah interesting yeah oh and that was from paul paul k by the way paul thanks paul thanks paul yeah if we're in rvc we, we can hit you up i don't mind hanging out with people i mean we hung out with randoms well, we're out. Might as well just hang out with people we know, or I guess know <laughs> yeah, us. I kind of know. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder if any, because it's like, because there are, you know, listeners, like people, anyone can attend E3 now. I wonder if there are any listeners that are going to be at E3 or in the Los Angeles area during that time, because we could all go meet up at a bar if anyone is going to be around in SoCal and wants to hang out during E3. Yeah. We could make that happen. Yeah. Tom? Noah Reno writing in again. Only composing this email because the unranked Twitter told me to. So, yeah, suck it, chumps. We know there, doing his due diligence, his duty, getting the email in. That is a, that is a good Noah right there. Exciting. That's it. That's, Exciting. That's, it. that's the email. Yeah, I feel like the <laughs> Noah arc has come to a dramatic, uh, a dramatic. non-conclusion. <laughs> right? It just kind of like fell off a cliff, yeah. uh, which is good, uh, quite frankly. Don't take that as a challenge. <laughs> oh, they will. You're you're about to get emails from Noah's. I mean, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh, okay. And the last one coming in from Michael is, Michael says, if you could punch any video game character in the face, who would it be? P.S. Suck it. Gary. Who's Gary? <laughs> Pokemon. You mean Blue? Oh, Blue. Blue. Or Ga- yeah, Pokemon? I don't think I'd punch him in the face. I'm. Th- I'm just thinking There's of so like Gary. There's so many more annoying the, characters. The um, 
I'm trying to think back to like old video games, like Navi. Like I'd love to oh, punch Link's Navi or Midna <laughs> or 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 Fee. Fee is definitely the <laughs> like, one for me. Like fifty percent of companion characters are so annoying. Yeah. Fee is Skyward Sword. Just... Right? Fee from Skyward Sword might be the worst. She's the worst offender. Yeah, she might be the worst one. Um, Mr. Rossetti, Animal Crossing. Uh, hmm. You know, I hate, uh, God, Left 4 Dead. What were the ones that would jump on you? Jockey? No. Just the regular. The hunter, maybe? They're just, it's like the most standard special zombie. It's the one that, like, it pounces on you and holds you down. Jockey. No, jockey jumps on your back and rides you. This one jumps on you and holds you down on the ground. Charger? No. I think it's called a hunter. Oh, yes. You're correct. Yeah. I think I would punch that one. I think that was the most jump scary of all of them. Because like like the the tongue one's kind of good, but like the hunter one was like fucking kind of scary and creepy, and it was like the hardest to see coming. And uh, if I could just punch one of those in the face, that would make me happy. How about you, Alex? Uh, oh, I said fee. No, can't have fee. <laughs> no, I was saying if there's just anything else. Um, bring to the table. No, <laughs> very good. <laughs> I can't think. I'm like the worst. I can't. I'm like looking around. I'd also like to punch Incineroar in the face because he's annoying in Smash. A lot of pe- a lot of um Pokemon are annoying. Yeah. Yeah, like but that's lot. animal cruelty at that point. They're not animals. Yeah, they're not animals. They're monsters. Yeah, pocket monsters. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh okay. Oh, we're up to if this already? That. Holy shit. Yeah, we're moving well, yeah, along. but we're gonna talk about Pokemon we're the movie stuff. Alright, hold on, I gotta gotta get down to the all right. I, I want to talk about Detective Pikachu. I think people want to hear about it, but it feels like unfair right. to do that at the start of the show. I don't, you know. All right. Um, hmm. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, car alarms. What's the point? I've never seen anyone do anything when a car alarm went off. Why do we need them? Get rid of them. They're annoying. Have you ever done anything when a car alarm has gone off? Except go, damn, will someone turn that shit off? All right. Well, we're going to move on to a different complaint no, now. No, 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 no. no it's this fine. Is good. No, 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 no. This isn't good. Here. No. I was thinking about, no. Hold on. Hold on. I was thinking about my answer because I have an answer for you because Teresa and I talked about this not long ago, and I I agree. And I mean, I guess she brought up that it's just meant to be like a deterrent, which is, I guess, I mean, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, but it's not really but, deterring anything. Right. Right. I don't think. I it mean, is. I've had cars broken into, so yeah. that's like, uh, fuck them. Yeah. No one cares. I just forget it. Yeah, I hate. The I got like a bike lock deterring people. That's a good deterrent. Yeah. But like when my alarm's on, it should make everything give you like an electric sh- like shock. Right. It should kill you. <laughs> right. No, but it should be like a little like like a little tase, mm. a little shock. Or if the car alarm goes off, the car won't start. Period. Yeah. Until that's good too. Until but what if they're trying to take stuff from your car? What if you have stuff in the car? Well, you're an idiot. Or they're seeing if you have stuff in the car. All right, fine. That's another. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think that the uh, with like there's definitely like a better way to to do that, right? Especially with like these new smart cars and stuff, like having some kind of video camera system that turns on if it detects like an intrusion or something like that. Yeah, but all these things don't stop them from breaking but into a the car. car alarm That's the problem. Do that. 
I'm telling you, a gun. Well, what just I a need, fucking gun that comes out of the dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Or like a little drone. Yeah. Like if someone starts to get close, a little drone flies out of the trunk and it just <laughs> fucking tasers. It has them. like mace. Oh my god. Yeah, it has mace and a taser wow. and a little camera on wow. it, and it warns them to step away. And if they touch the car, it just fucking takes them down. Like that's what we need. We need like for, forget being reactive we need to be proactive oh with the security on our cars all right alex give us a second one you want a second one? Oh boy yeah because like you said that wasn't that wasn't a good one <laughs> fuck you um i don't i can't I, i've i'm so far down on this complaint list now that i don't remember if i've already said this it's possible but then i apologize you should if probably I... start a new complaint list instead of letting them just pile up and becoming a massive note <laughs> <laughs> kind of like my kind of like, kind my, of like yeah, the okay. garage band file. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as the cashier starts ringing you up, you're locked in. You're not allowed to go get something you forgot. Tough, tough shit. Tough luck. Mm. Agree like with that? It. Like as soon as you're in the line, if, as soon as you're oh, there. You're in a yeah. partner scenario. What? What if you're in a partner scenario no. and you're looking at how much stuff you have? Nope. And how close the item is, it's like, I know I can get to that milk and no. back before she's even halfway done. No, me. no, because you don't know. This could be a, we could have an expert bagger. We could have an expert scanner. Oh, I feel like you know. I feel like you know. No. You're already in the line. You see their skill. No, once, you, once the scanner starts scanning your things, you are done. You are not going to get anything else. You are now locked into that right. situation. We will not be accepting additional items. Cut you off. You're done. A it's gun finished. pops out from the till. <laughs> yeah yeah once the... i'm gonna meet you halfway on this and say i agree that they should never have to wait for you mm -hmm. but if i can leave that line and get back no. while they're still scanning stuff no it shouldn't make it's it too that's risky the, that's the risk though it's like too you risky can't, you can't if you're implementing a rule where... no i said it's a partner scenario so Teresa's is waiting at the line with the person yeah. she can still finish the transaction but if i can get back in time i would i would do it where it would be like all right you have to make it back but if you're not back by the time i finish scanning i'm just, like they just set they press a button boom your groceries go up in flames yeah no but, I'm, but i mean i'm saying <laughs> if i'm not back in time then that's it like they close it out either way oh uh, like if someone's back, already there like yeah if you're with yeah. Teresa, okay so like yeah. let's say Teresa and i are together and she's like i forgot to grab a bottle of wine and I'm like, well, we have like fucking four bags of shit. They just started doing it. Go get it. If she can get back before they start scanning stuff, before they stop, like scanning before it's stuff. done. What do you mean? Yeah, bags then it doesn't of matter. Stuff. What do you mean bags? What do you, What do you mean? What do I mean bags? Well, what do you, What do you mean that you have four bags of stuff? Why are you putting stuff in bags? Like if we have like four bags worth of groceries. Like you've already determined that, or they're in bags already. I mean, sometimes both because we bring our bags. Mm, of course you do. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't we bring our bags? You, you, there's no plastic bags here, and the paper bags rip all the time. The handles on them break. You can't have plastic bags in yeah, California. Yeah, they are shit. The Trader mm. Joe's bags are shit. Yeah, you can't get plastic bags here. They're only paper, and the the handles break all the time. Yeah, but so but you don't walk around with a cart. You walk around the grocery store with bags. No, we have a cart. You put the bags in the cart, and you put the groceries in the bags. And then take them out of the bags to put them but back in the bags? But typically you can guess by looking at how much stuff you have that it's two, oh, Okay, but, uh, but, but we're in agreement, though. You oh don't put God. groceries in the bag, in the cart. There have been times where I put groceries in bags. There have been times because we took maybe like a cart. We yeah. didn't take a cart. We took like the basket. Yeah. And then she also had the big bag. So I was like, oh, we're not going to have enough room to put everything in the basket. I'll put it in the big bag. And then I put the bag up there. I, I empty it out. I don't hand them the Wait, bag. Wait, so you grabbed the a basket and you used the bags when you could have just used a cart for everything? Is that what you're telling me? Trader Joe's is so small and congested. Have you tried pushing a cart through Trader Joe's on a Sunday? Yes. 
We have. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> That's a nightmare. But, so I just want to get this straight. So you Plus, put groceries in a go, bag. If T can go, go over to the scanner and go back in the bag. And I can go over to the, che- the dairy, the cheese, and the wine. That's what happens. Then we can break it up. I just want to be clear. Like, that's Bag, what? scanner, back in the bag. Out of the store. Yes. What's the difference? I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. I don't, you know, whatever it is. I'd rather have two just... baskets if I can fit it than a cart most of the time. Like a, like a normal human being, you would put it in a cart. But you're saying you grab a basket and then a couple bags. Well, okay. So we come in for a cart's worth of stuff, we think. And then we yeah. realize we're going to get X, Y, and Z also. Right. And suddenly it's like, okay, well, do you want to go get Jackpot, another Jackpot, I've got a bag with me. Let me put it in the bag. Yeah, why not? What's wrong with that? People do it all the time. We have a cart. Why would I go leave the store, pull a fucking cart in, <laughs> when I can still just hold it in a bag? Why don't you have a list of everything you want to get before? We do have a list, but then when you get there, it's like, oh, what do you want to make later? Oh, we should also get this and get oh, that. Oh, no. List, the list, list doesn't always be made hold beforehand. up. The list gets bigger. Got to make the list beforehand. Oh, you don't know how Therese shops at a grocery store. She goes well, for one your, bag, it comes the, out with that's, three that's every not, time. That's not my problem. But you should always like, be going in with a cart no matter what. And say to yourself, well, I don't know what's going to happen here. No, because because sometimes if we don't have the cart, then it's like, okay, well, we're only going to carry this much. Like, it forces us to not get so much. It's like you can only take what you can carry. Mm. But I just want to be clear. There are times when you put groceries in a bag, get to the scanner, and put it back in uh-huh. the bag. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's a problem with that. All right, that's fine. No, I just want to be clear on that. I have nice bags. These aren't like your shit bags. What are they These got? Are like nice paisley? They got paisley patterns on it or something? Bees? No, flowers. it's uh, it's like refrigerator. It's like um, uh, it's got it's like a seal. So it's actually like it will if you fold it open with nothing in it, it will sit up like a square, and it's got a lid that zips close. Mm. Um, and it it works like a cooler, so it has like a thermal seal in it, so mm. it'll keep stuff that goes inside it cold. So if you have like milk, cheese, eggs, things you want to keep cold, it will actually keep it cold as well. Mm. Mm. This isn't. Uh, these aren't the dollar Trader Joe's bags. Mm. Mm. This is a nice bag. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is that it? I'm done. Yeah. Unless, uh, okay. unless you want to talk more about this. <sighs> Tom, what you got for us? Uh, so I've. Tom, Tom are you gonna? This yeah, is yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know yeah, if yeah, Chris yeah. was gonna introduce it. How it we got? We got to get Tom a cough button. I, I, because I'm just letting the listeners know I'm not going through and cutting all his coughs out. So Tom's either got to start to get like feel press the mute button on his mic so that it doesn't pick up his coughs, or he's got to get some kind of a cough button or something. But uh, few coughs you know. this week in the last. Anyway, that's true. We are playing game on a game, as presented by me. I have five games here, and I have th- two descriptions per game, and uh, it's either one of those two games or it is not a game at all. And the pe- person with the most points at the end of the shit wins. So that's game. All right, on a game. let's you do know, it. You, you know how it's played. Yeah. Well, some people might not. Let's go. All right. The first game is called Marvel Battle Lines. Marvel Battle Lines. Is this a 5v5 tactics style game for the iPhone featuring your favorite Marvel heroes and villains? Is this an action card game where you collect packs containing your favorite Marvel heroes and villains? Or is this not a Marvel game at all? What was the second one? An an action card mm-hmm. game? So it's a card game. You collect cards, and then you play them against other oh, people. Oh, got it. Marvel Lines. Marvel Battle Lines. 
So is it a huh. Marvel Tactics game? It sounds game? like a game. Is it a Marvel Tactics Are we doing these one at a time I'm sending to you or all at the end? Uh, one at a time. What was the okay. first one again? A 5v5 Tactics style game featuring Marvel characters. What? <laughs> so it's either a Marvel Tactics game or a Marvel card game or it's not even a game at all. Marvel card game, Marvel bullshit game, Marvel. <laughs> and you, and you made up you made up both of these uh descriptions? I'm not saying anything about No, cuz then it would be answer C. <laughs> well, sh- Chris, I'm trying to trick the guy. Uh are are you're going to reveal them at the end, Correct. right? I'm going to reveal at the end. Okay. Wait, so I'm sending this now or you want me to wait? Send it now. Okay. Yeah. So, tactics, card game or not a game? That's tough because it's like is this League of Legends Marvel? Is this Yu-Gi-Oh! Marvel? Right. Or is this or is Tom's this... Marvel? Nothing. Or is this a made-up yeah. Marvel, Tom? The thing is, it sounds like the name of a real game. <laughs> Alright, well, I've got your answers. So the next game is called 14, and that is in Roman numerals. So it's X-I-V. Is, okay. is 14 a prequel to the first-person shooter 13, but this, sequ- this prequel was released exclusively on the PSP, and it follows the storyline of the 14th member of the XX, a shadowy organization attempting to overthrow the U.S. government. Or is 14 a JRPG in which you take control of Prince Lauren of Vestemir, the 14th of his name, in which he must undergo trials in order to be worthy of the crown? Or is it not a game? I'm split between two on those. One of them, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm kind of genuinely impressed that he even made up some of these. Or did I? Oh, well, I guess I have to have made up some. We have to make up some. <laughs> if Tom made up, if Tom did not make up B on that one, and it's B, I'm going to be yeah. shocked. Hmm. Don't give him any clues. Oh, sorry. I, sh- I assumed Alex sent his answer in. I won't say anything else until we're ready to reveal them again now, actually. Good point. Said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the third game is called Gamma Blues. Is Gamma... Gamma Blues? Gamma. Like Gamma okay. Radiation. Gamma Blues. Is Gamma Blues a mobile game in which the player must tap on the correct color in an ever-shifting kaleidoscope of hues? Is Gamma Blues a neo-noir point-and-click for the PC that has you inhabit oh the role God. of a private dick in New Orleans and tempt, intent on discovering the secret behind the Gamma Blues? Can you read the first one again? <laughs> a mobile game in which the player must tap on the correct color in an ever-shifting kaleidoscope of hues. Or is it a neo-noir point-and-click for the PC that has you inhabit the role of a private dick in New Orleans, intent on discovering the secret behind the Gamma Blues? Or is it not a game? So you both sent... Okay, you sent that, and you sent... Great. All right. Fourth game. Harold Halibut. Is Harold Halibut... Oh. um, Do you know this game? It's... I mean, it's in our fantasy league. Is it really? I have it on my team. Oh, shit. So... Uh, but but Alex doesn't know what it is. So uh, so I just won't get the point for this. Okay, I'm gonna guess anyway. Uh, I won't get the point for it. But let's not tell Alex. Huh. I really didn't think. But that I, this was... I, I do have an unfair advantage. <laughs> okay, so it is definitely a game. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I could have just said nothing, but it felt like I should say something. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't. I I thought it had already come out. Um. All right. Uh. All right, so this game is either a game where you play as Harold Halibut, a janitor of a spaceship designed to continue human life off Earth, 
that crash-landed generations prior on an underwater planet? Or is Harold Halibut, where you play as Harry Halibut Jr., a fish in search of his father that is very blatantly a ripoff of Finding Nemo, but in reverse? Okay. Okay. And the last game is called Plateau. Is Plateau. A game where you must quickly dash from one procedurally generated flat surface to the next and avoid spherical surfaces for fear of slipping off? Or is it an old RPG for the PC that saw you take on the role of an exiled soldier that had to survive the treacherous plateau? Or is it not a game at all? Do you read the second one again? Second one. An old RPG for the PC that saw you take on the role of an exiled soldier that had to survive the treacherous plateau. And what was the first one? A game where you must quickly dash from one procedurally generated flat surface to the next and avoid spherical surfaces for fear of slipping off. Spherical. Tom and his spherical surfaces. Hmm. (laughs) All right. This is the one where I really have no idea. Uh, Tuna has sent his answer. I'm just going to guess. All right. I'm in. All right. So, Marvel Battle Lines. Is it a tactics Marvel game? Is it an action card Marvel game? Or is it not a game at all? Christian, what did you guess for this one? Um, I didn't guess the card game, right? I think I guessed League of Legends. The Marvel. tactics, yep. Yeah. And Tuna, what did um, you guess? I guessed the card game. Marvel Battle Lines is a card game. Damn yes. it. The tactics style game is called Marvel Strike Force. So that is a game that does exist. Um, yes. Very nice. All right, the next 14... Is it a prequel to the first-person shooter 13, that was re- and was it released exclusively on the PSP, or was it a JRPG where you play as a prince who is trying to become worthy of be- taking his crown? Okay, that game, is, that game is fake. Uh, B is fake. I sa- Wait, what? B has to you be. I mean, that's... Number two is not real. It could be A. I think I guess C. I guess C. I think it's fake, but there's no way number two is real. Okay, I said A, Tom. So, Tuna guessed the prequel to 13, and Chris guessed that it wasn't a game. Uh, it is not a game. It does not exist. No. Uh, so, that means you're tied up. <laughs> oh, boy. The third game, Gamma Blues. Is Gamma Blues a mobile game in which you must tap on the correct color in an ever-shifting kaleidoscope of hues, or is it a neo-noir set in New Orleans, and you have to figure out the secret of the Gamma Blues? Or is it not a game at all? What did you guys guess for this one? I said it wasn't a game. Uh, yeah, I also said it wasn't a game because, I mean, you just saw Detective Pikachu, so B felt fake. Um, and then the first one felt like something you came up with because there wasn't enough info there. Hmm. Uh, the actual correct answer is A. Fuck. Oh, yes. really? Wow. Yep. So a simple wow. mobile game. Just came out on iPhone. Fucking mobile game. All right, so... You're still tied up. This is the fourth game. This is the one that Christian Christian knows the answer. <laughs> um, uh, I should have said nothing and just taken the point. Should have. Yeah, but, you know, you're honorable like that, I guess. Uh, so Christian isn't going to get a point, but we'll still give Tuna the point if he gets it right. The first game is where you play as a janitor on a spaceship designed to continue human life off Earth that crash-landed generations prior on an underwater planet. Or is it basically you play as a fish in search of his father? Tuna, what did you guess? I guessed A. That is the correct yep. answer. Yay. I thought about like checking to see the Fantasy League just in case, but this was like on <laughs> this game was like on a list of like 
most anticipated games of 2017. So I was like, oh, it must have come out already. Oh, they announced it in 2017. I think that was like when they showed off like a tech Well, I, I think it was meant to be like that was when it was meant to come out originally. Obviously, these things get delayed, but that's a note for the future. Yeah. All right, and the final game, Plateau. Is this a game where you dash from one procedurally generated flat surface to the next and avoiding spherical surfaces for fear of slipping off? Or is it an all RPG where you play as an exiled soldier and you have to survive the plateau? What did you guess, Tuna? You said it was bullshit. And Christian, what did you guess? Yeah, I wish I had guessed that. But I guessed B because it felt I felt like there were no Bs so far and I was split between A and I B. I love how you um, were talking about how you were thinking that this game has become meta, but you just meted this game. I know. Oh, okay. I did. All right. Go on. But then there's a there's a second level of meta in which you're worrying about you're thinking about what I would do. I wasn't thinking about what Tom would do. I was just thinking I already felt like most of them were fake. Okay. And it just I was like, I don't know. I really I didn't know. So I guessed B on this, which I don't think it is. I think you're right. Uh surprisingly enough, there has never been a video game called Plateau. So Tuna yep. wins. Yeah. Very nice. Good job. Thanks. It's fun making these. Because then you're like, oh, shit, these sound really cool. I'm glad you think it's fun because, Chris, don't you have a little announcement you want to make? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we need to, like, officially oh, we're announce official. Oh, you this. should officially announce it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm leaving the Unranked podcast, <laughs> so these guys are going to have to host. All- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, good luck. <laughs> I just think it would be fun to freshen up the games by having these guys host my games, and I'm going to host their games. More like just all the games are open to everyone. I want to do Rate That Game Game. I want to try out Primetime with Tuna. I want to try I want to make a game out. of Wiki Race. I'm going to make a game. Of, no, I'm not going to do Wiki Race. Uh, I'll do Wiki do Race. Little garage Jeez, Sale fuck. Stop. Try out those games. See how they go. We'll, I'll play uh, What's in the Box. What's in the Box. <laughs> so, yeah, in the future, just going to be a little, little refresh to the games. So, I think that'll be fun. All right, let's talk about Detective Pikachu. Spoilers, if you haven't watched Tech Spoilers. to Pikachu, stop listening. Go. Favorite moment of the movie? Um, when I realized that Ryan Gosling was a dad. <laughs> when, and when was that? I don't remember when he exactly didn't, he was. Didn't, he, didn't re- he didn't realize it until Mewtwo was undoing it and like being like, there's one last thing I have to do. Because that was yeah. when you were like, oh, my God, no <laughs> because way. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought I thought that Ryan Gosling was going to be the dad. Okay, but sorry, I didn't think it's it was going to be that Pikachu oh, yeah, Ryan was. Reynolds. What do I keep saying? Ryan Reynolds. You said Ryan Gosling. I just, oh. I just I didn't call you out on it. You should have. Like I, I sound like an idiot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we all call each other out so often that we don't even listen to the thing the person's saying. So I want to hear It would have been funny. It would have been funny, though, if at the end of the movie, like, it's been Ryan Reynolds' voice this whole time, but it is Ryan Gosling who's the dad. <laughs> yes, that would have been hysterical. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, I'm sorry. So, Ryan Reynolds, like, I had, I, they weren't showing us the dad's face. So I was like, okay, it's definitely Ryan Reynolds. But I didn't think that Pikachu was going to be the dad. Like, I didn't think the dad's consciousness was going to be in there, uh-huh. which is why when it happened, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. What the I, fuck? I actually saw it um, coming when um, right after Tim has visited the detective and it's like, yo, I think my dad's still alive. And the detective is like, no, he's totally dead because uh, of this crash and then he's there sitting like by the fountain and Tim's having a good old cry and Pikachu says he's like wherever your dad is 
I know he'd be proud of you. And I was like, his dad is inside of Pikachu. <laughs> That's what I figured it out. <laughs> this this was actually the the moment that surprised me because I'm pretty sure they mentioned that I think they're ready greenlit a sequel. Are you serious? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure they're thinking of doing more movies, but I don't know if they've greenlit. So how are they going to get Ryan Reynolds back into Pikachu? Well, they don't have to. I mean, his dad and Pikachu could just be Pikachu. Like, you know, they don't actually have to. I was do I that. was a little upset that they. Yeah, but didn't. then Pikachu's not going to talk. Yeah, but that's fine. Oh, we're going to go from a movie <laughs> where a Pokemon talks to a movie where no Pokemon talk. I mean, honestly, that's what I want. Like the best the best moments. I mean, as much as like Pikachu talking was good and it worked, um, I still would rather the Pokemon just be regular Pokemon than be talking. My, I think uh, like I love it when Pikachu sounds like Pikachu. I think it's better personally. Really? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I just think it takes it, it humanizes the Pokemon a little a little too much. It makes it it it's like suddenly the thing that's special about Pikachu is that he can talk and not that he's a Pokemon. It's like we've never even done Pokemon yet. Can we make the Pokemon special before we try and make the Pokemon extra special? It's like I think Pokemon alone are interesting enough that we don't need to make them a special Pokemon. And I and I think Do you that, know what I'm saying? I think here? that like Ryan Reynolds being in it and having this like moment that in this film where, you know, he's connecting with Tim. Like we're not going to necessarily disassociate that connection just now that Ryan Reynolds has left. So like even if Pikachu doesn't talk in the future, it's still going. To, we're still going to be under the guise that it's that you know this is the same Pikachu. Like the experiences oh, it is. that he had. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, am a, I mean, yeah. I was just gonna say I'm a little upset that honestly they didn't like tease something. They, there was no like an Avengers moment at the end where Nick Fury shows up. Like, as you know, at the at the end we have. Him being like, oh, you, you're going to get a job here. What do you think of doing? He's like, I don't know. I'm going to become a detective. I would have loved for it to have like cut back to like his bedroom and it be like he's packing up all the like posters and stuff because obviously he's like in his 20s now. Uh-huh. And then like he's packing stuff in a drawer and then like he opens something and it's Ash's cap. And like it's, you're like, no, I, I wouldn't want him. No, I wouldn't want. I don't. We don't need him to become a big Pokemon trainer. Oh, and start really? A no. Universe. See, I'm all about no. the the Red Blue sequel having him finally going on his because he always wanted to be a trainer. Yeah, that's fine. I don't need him being. That. We can, we should have those be to- totally different stories and movies. Not everything needs to be a cinematic universe. We could have a Pokemon cinematic universe, but they don't like. There's no reason to do that. They should cast people to play those action roles and not cast the person who's good in Detective Pikachu to also suddenly be that hero. Like, they should be different characters. Okay. Uh, there was, like, a dude that they show at, like, the Pokemon tournament that basically looked like Red. He was wearing the whole Red outfit at the beginning. Right. And I think that was the, you know, uh, definitely, a, uh, you know, just, like, a nod to that. But I think that, I mean... They're going to make another movie, and that movie is going to have probably going to have Justice Smith in it, and probably going to have the uh, I forget the actor. Well, they're going to the probably friend. make a Detective Pikachu movie, but if they make a separate Pokemon movie, they would be smarter to cast around that and okay. frame it differently. Uh, I, it would... I I totally felt with the way that they were setting up everything about his character, I was like, I actually would like it to be him as the main character that goes through these movies, no but. i could i mean that's fine if that's what you want i wouldn't want, i would want a totally i want a different movie i want a different cast i want a different setting 
uh, I mean, it also doesn't make sense for his character story. His character story ends with him wanting to be a detective and like reconnecting with his dad and his family, not leaving to go on his own adventure. So the next Detective Pikachu should be him, his dad, and the Pikachu solving a mystery together. What happened to the Psyduck? That's what would make sense for, for his character. Or just a new mystery. You have a new mystery. You write a new... like. <laughs> no, yeah. It, no, it doesn't have to be... No, I, I agree. You know, I, look, I'm glad... I, I liked leaving a movie and not having to stay for an after credit and not having it like <laughs> tease something else. Like I like the idea of having an isolated story. It's like everything has to be so big all the time. It was like, that was actually the best thing about this movie. Is I showed up, it started a story, and it completely concluded it by the time it was done. There are no hanging threads. There's no, like, what comes next. It was like, sure. here's the whole package. Which scene did you like the most? What was your favorite part of the movie? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, the Mr. Mime scene blew me away when he poured gasoline on the Mr. Mime. So good. Um, I could have gone for another two minutes. But I don't know if that's my favorite. <laughs> of that. Um... That was so crazy. I could I couldn't believe what was happening during that scene. Um, <laughs> you know, this this so the saddest scene, and it actually like got me kind of teary eyed. Was no when Pikachu was basically like dying, and he was carrying the Pikachu. You did not tear up. Oh, definitely. But you're also very separated from being a pet owner. So like when I look at Pikachu, and he looks like a real animal, and he's all furry, and he's carrying him, and it's like. His animal was dying, and it's like his like the way it looked. It was so sad. Uh, and then like the Bulbasaur come out, and they bring him to the Mewtwo, and he heals him. Like that was amazing. That might have been one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Wow. I think. I, I thought that. Um, I agree. It was it was emotional. I didn't wasn't teary eyed, but the animation. I think was if you're really a pet good. owner, it would affect you more. Sure. Um, I thought it was kind of. I understand that like they needed kind of a, like a moment for Pikachu, like for you to feel like he was in danger. I just feel like the rock kind of falling on his head was like a little, oh, a yes. little strange. I don't really know how I felt about that shot. Um, I loved all the stuff with Psyduck. Psyduck was MVP for me, um, and <laughs> yeah, and the giant Torterra that was fucking wild. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening because at the end I still thought like, is it still Psyduck's like confusion blast or? And then it was, what's gonna happen with them? Like, because they are by far way bigger than the biggest Pokemon in the franchise. Yeah, I mean they'll just like I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, no one will ever talk about it again. They'll leave it there yeah, and that'll of course, be it. Of course. No, of course. <laughs> um, they'll be like, oh well, they're so large that they can hardly move, so they just have to sleep all the time. And every now and then they wake up, and that'll be the whole thing. Um, obviously, like this is going to be a great movie to you know purchase and go through with a fine tooth comb to see all the Pokemon. But from the viewings that I saw, there were some kind of major omissions from Gen One that I felt were not there, and it just kind of felt weird, and it kind of broke it a little bit for me where i was like okay they clearly designed a set number and i'm just seeing like repeats you know like there's no fight like it just like there are some pokemon in the games that you Mm -hmm. never really ever see but you're seeing them in Mm -hmm. such huge quantities because they've designed it um like like can you give an example because i'm kind of not so there's gola who's the big rock fire guy Uh uh-huh I feel I feel like like the, those kind of Pokemon like you rarely see them in the games like that they're, they're the kinds that like you run into like maybe a handful of times in the wild and yeah. you like you just see them all the time here. There's the fucking. Well, pink... I think I think the idea is like this isn't the the normal region. So this region has like these Pokemon right. more frequently. 
And oh it's no! Like, you know, there are probably like seventy Pokemon in this. One hundred percent. But like to see them frequently, but to like never see Oddish, like to never see some yeah. of the other like more frequent stuff. I liked the variation though, because if it was just all first gen, that would have been kind of bullshit. oh no, one hundred percent. This is more me kind of just being like, I'm not complaining. Like I think the amount of Pokemon that they fit in was you just amazing. Think Golurk was a weird choice. It, yeah, it just it just felt like it, it was a different experience than playing the game, and like it was different from the kinds of Pokemon I expected to see in abundance. And yeah, so... well, I think some of that's taken from the game. And then the other idea is, like, Golurk's great because he's good for, like, lights because they use him in, like, traffic and stuff like right. So I think that was part of the idea, right? It was, like, they picked a lot of Pokemon that they could design around, like, what Pokemon would be good to, like, have jobs. Yeah. And, like, what jobs would they do? Yeah. Yeah. But then also, like, let's not pick just right. Gen 1 Pokemon. Like, I love the scene when they're in, like, the, like, little street market at night and they have the Octillery and he's... Like yeah, serving up ramen. The, yeah, and like Charmander's like firing up the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, look, the, the, I just, I just, at the end of the day, I'm being selfish and I just wish they could have designed <laughs> and included every single Pokemon. But yeah, like not course. seeing, not seeing in any frame like some major Pokemon. Like who, who did you want to see that you didn't see? Well, I, I think that like, um, oh, God, I mean, there's so many Gen 1 Pokemon that like, Onyx, Geodude. I mean, you see Gollum, I guess. Apparently, Togepi's in it too. Like, I, that's the thing is, like, I'm sure if I uh, look yes, in the background. Yes, I think I remember seeing a Togepi. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure, sure it was a Togepi. Look in the background, yeah. but it just, like, the ratio. There was, like, some cameos, like, from, like, Totodile's in it, but he's in a news clip, and you never see Totodile again. You know, just, it, it, that, that was, uh, it just made me feel a little um, mm. not fully realized i guess but i mean the designs and everything were cool um and then you have like lickitung in the train but then that was the weirdest thing in the world yeah that might be they wanted to cut that like the pokemon company was like we're not we don't like this lickitung scene (laughs) yeah i also so weird i also like found it a little strange when in the beginning when they're in like his hometown and they're like talking about like how he's an insurance broker and it's that that was just like also like we don't have shit like that in the games like because everyone's job is related to Pokemon. So like this world kind of obviously once you got to Rhyme Town and the Pokemon were there in abundance and they were everywhere, that was you know uh, not the issue anymore. But it just felt like really strange to kind of see like a small town and what that looks what that would actually look like in a Pokemon world. Yeah, the scene with him and the Cubone, um, I thought it's funny how like the guy's like, "Oh, this Pokemon's perfect for you," because like basically both of their moms are dead. <laughs> so right. <fucked> up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like Therese, I didn't even think about that at the time. Therese pointed it out to me after. I'm like, oh, "That's really dark." Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, that Cubone was so tiny. It was amazing when it was chasing him. Yeah, that and scene then it was does so the good. Boomerang, and it like fucking explodes i liked that. that was so good yeah that was such a good scene i was a huge fan of that scene um i think the mr mime was one of the best moments uh, yep. sorry not mr mime um the ditto the ditto oh, turning the ditto. into the people and turning into all the different pokemon and attacking pikachu and attacking tim was crazy yeah 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 no i thought it was yeah. good I, I honestly it was a good movie it's not you know i enjoyed it i had fun yeah and like I so Bill Nighy, who's the end villain, 
I had no fucking idea he was in this movie. So when they do like the reveal, I was like, no fucking shit. Like I got to hear Bill Nighy say, Mewtwo created from the ancient discovery yeah. of Mew. Like I was like, what? Bill Nighy's been acting. It was like unbelievable. And then the main act, the son is the main actor from You're the Worst, which if people haven't watched, is a fantastic show on FX that just wrapped up after five seasons. He's the main character in that. He basically is playing the same person, like that demeanor and everything. So I love I love that actor too. And like, so it was just great, like seeing all of these, uh, you know, uh, actors that I, that I liked and had no idea were in the film. And Bill Nighy was fucking perfect as the villain. Like, he just oh, played. Yeah. And, like, when he merges with Mewtwo at the end, like, it just was great. Yeah, I didn't really see the fun. twist coming that he was the bad guy and the son was actually good and the Ditto was pretending to be his son. I didn't see that part of the twist coming. Right. You thought, like, maybe they were in cahoots together. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I trust this guy to actually be good. Yeah. I was like, but maybe that's the case. Yeah. I was like, this th- still feels pretty fishy. Well, they do... The th- the thing in the game is they actually, like, they don't Amazing. reveal everything. Like, the game ends, and they don't actually reveal that Pikachu, like, his dad is in Pikachu. It's, like, heavily hinted at, but it's not solved. It basically ends on almost, like, a cliffhanger. Like, mm. so the fact that they finished all of that in this movie surprised me, because I figured they would have left some of that open. So, like, when he was like, I'm going to merge with Mewtwo, and, like, <laughs> then you find his son tied up, and Ditto turns, like into the woman and you realize like ditto has been the son before. And yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. They did a really good job. I think of you don't see too much of the sun. Like you just get like a brief glimpse of him before you see the ditto version of him. And you see like the real version put on those aviator glasses that the ditto uses to hide the fact that he's a ditto, by the way, creepy as fuck. Like the human <laughs> with those yes. beady eyes. Um, yes. Uh, so I just think that like, the the ditto version of him played like the role perfectly like you, there was no reason to not believe that that wasn't the son he wasn't acting weird or anything like that um and i thought the tension was really actually pretty good especially as like the mystery is going on and then like you think you're about to find out like oh wait mewtwo's like the good guy here and i just thought all of that was handled really well um and i thought the greninja scene where they're like trying to escape and then the the, the the I would say like the weakest thing for me. I didn't think the apom chase in the beginning was that great. <laughs> it's so funny because I was about to say how much I liked that, and I thought oh, really? it was terrifying. I thought they were so scary. Oh, they were the scary. first time I felt like a Pokemon's ever been scary in anything. Hmm. Pokemon never seems scary, and when they turn rabid and they're just ripping his house apart and chasing him, like. That was fucking yeah. freaky. There is one bit where he's like going up the stairs to the roof and they're just like falling and you just hear like the thud. I just think it went on a little long. And I don't, I also <laughs> don't think that the, uh, the battle scene in the underground was that strong either. Well, it was quick, but I'm still happy with it because I got to see two of my favorite Pokemon fight, which are Gengar and Blastoise. So, or do you mean the Charizard Pikachu? Um, I mean, the Gengar Blastoise was good. I, yeah, I guess. I just wish it had lasted a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, um, that's why, like, I Detective Pikachu 2, like, is something I want, but I really want an actual, like, Pokemon adventure story yeah. next because I want Pokemon battles. I want to see mm. Pokemon battles, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of people had an issue with the design of Gengar. Don't know how you feel 
Why? What was wrong with that? the design of Gengar? Yeah, I thought it was good. People just like thought didn't like it. I don't know. I thought That's it was good. Like, what reason? What was the reason? Uh, I think that I just, think he like, looked too fleshy. Is what their complaint yeah. would be, and that he should be maybe more astral, like more ghastly in a way. He Gengar seen... kind of looks like a solid, right? And then like he's yeah. moving around like a ghost, which makes total right. sense. And I just think that people were, oh. and his eyes are like, cre- like I don't know. I thought it was. Oh my god, you're never gonna make everyone happy. <laughs> no, there's no way. You're there's really no not. Way. Um, Specifically, Alex, you asked about what clues were in the movie. So, in the yeah, beginning, obviously, you find out about the car accident. Yeah, and then, but it's like there's some something's going on. So there's no Pikachu. There's no, you know, there's no dad. Then the Pikachu shows up. Yeah, uh, they find the container of R. Yeah, then he hits up that girl who's already like, "Hey, something's going on with your dad." And so he shows her the thing. She's like, "Oh, your dad had this. I found out about these. Like, this drug is like happening in these underground battles, which are illegal in our city." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, my dad was looking into that too." And she's like, "Well, then that must be connected to whatever else is happening." So then they go, they go to do that, and they find Mewtwo because they don't, right? They do. Uh, sorry, Mister Mime, because they have to do Mister Mime first, right, before they find the underground fights. Is that how it works, Tom? Yeah. So they, they, um. They get that information with the underground fights from Mr. Mime. Right. Because yeah. he was the dad's like informant. Yeah. So then they go to the underground fights. He's like and he's then... like the roundhouse. He's like going do like that's the thing. Yeah, going. where's the invent where okay, go on. Yeah. Okay. So then from there, um the guys, everything seems huh? The guy says the guy like the smoke has happened, the, all the arc vials are broken, so right. every pandemonium and he's like the doctor gate gives it to me. Right. So the doctor's been testing the R, mm-hmm. essentially, on people underground. So then you find out about the doctor. So then he goes to see her, and then they're able to look up, like, this company name because of that connection. So then they go to check out that testing facility, and then that's how they come across it. So it's like all these little things that lead them there yeah, where's that? as I mean, it like, goes. All right, fine. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> he fine. wanted the true mystery detective was... Pikachu. Yeah, yeah wanted I wanted true detective. Like... Exactly. I wanted, I wanted <laughs> season one true detective Pikachu. <laughs> Who who's the who's Nido King? Who's the Nido King that's exactly. snatching up the children? Exactly. <laughs> None of the Nidos. Uh no, there was a Nidoran. Oh really? Yeah, so in the shot when all the people are getting turned into the Pokemon and when they first go through the parade, there's someone out there with um the I believe female Nidoran. No, sorry, it's the male Nidoran. Um so there's the male Nidoran, someone has it, and then you see them even get turned into the Pokemon. There's actually a lot of Pokemon in that scene that like they just Breeze through added, really gotcha. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. uh, I think that's it for Detective Pikachu. So, yes, good movie. Yeah, go see it. We now live in a world where a video game movies been made, and it's not a complete dumpster fire. But don't worry, Sonic's gonna help fix that later this year. Oh yeah, Alex Marinello. If people would like to come to your house, sure, harass you, throw garbage at your car, break right. into it, set the alarm off so you can listen yeah. and do nothing, right? How can they do that? Uh, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. How are you feeling about that gamer tag? I feel good about it. What's wrong with it? <laughs> Tom Caswell, Great Britom on every and all platforms. Remember, May 26th is our E3 live stream. Please tune in. We're going to be giving away prizes, playing games, chatting with you guys. Look forward to it. May 26th. I am at Christian underscore Humes. I should remind everyone, Dan is at Alex Marine IIO, which is Alex Marinello. And it it forever will be that because it's amazing. Uh, We are at Unranked Podcast. You can email us at email at unrankedpodcast.com. 
Go see Detective Pikachu if you haven't. But until next time, stay on right. Detective Pikachu can suck it. Yeah. Pika Pika.